Hi, welcome to the Mid-Market CFO Circle podcast powered by Radius 1 by High Radius. I'm your host, Madhurima Gupta. We hear you, Mid-Market CFOs, and we understand your struggles. On this podcast, we provide you conversations with your peers to help solve the challenges that you face at your office. It's about 85% of AI-based digital transformation projects end up in failure, according to Gartner, which is why today we are going to talk about the digital transformation mistakes that can set you up for failure. And on that note, I'd like to introduce you to our guest on the show tonight, Alex Jimenez. Alex is a strategist, fintech influencer, writer, and speaker. He's uh, the chief strategy officer at Finalytics and Extractable. He has over 28 years of experience in banking. Much of it is in strategy. He's been responsible for helping financial services companies define their digital transformation strategy and implement roadmaps, which is why I think for this particular topic, there's nobody better than Alex to guide you. Welcome to the Mid-Market CFO Circle, Alex. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. So, um, Alex, almost 70% of mid-market companies had a digital transformation roadmap for themselves, or either they were already working on one. But still, most companies were not far enough along to be able to not be impacted by COVID-19. So when CFOs are exploring options and making decisions to transform their finance function, how important is it for them to pick the right solution? The problem is not picking the right solution, it's understanding what problem you're trying to address. Uh, and, and that's the issue that we see in, in all the functions uh, throughout an organization. Uh, that we see organizations saying, we want to pivot, we want to change your business model, we want to be a digital enabled organization, but they don't know why they're doing it. Uh, or if they if they know why, they're very vague about what it is that they want to accomplish. They, they want to be modern, they want to call, they have, they want to have cost savings, they want to be where their clients are. And, and, and that's as far as it goes. And generally what we see is organizations then go on trying to look for solutions uh, and there are solutions to some problems, but they're not well-defined. So I, I think the organizations need to take a step back and figure out what are the issues? What are the problems that they want to address before they start jumping onto a solution? It, 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 we're looking at it backwards. We're looking at, we're, we're all excited about the technology. Uh, we have vendors coming to us and showing us technology that does all, all sorts of great things, but are they addressing the issues we have or not? And that, that to me is the biggest uh, disconnect uh, and why a lot of digital transformation programs don't achieve what they set out to do. So you mentioned going backwards, Alex. So, um, you know, if while people are choosing a solution, right, it becomes really important to map the current processes to actually required process needs, right? Um, but a lot of companies don't end up doing that. How can this complicate the expected results from processes being transformed? Well, if you don't know what your process is and you don't know what bottlenecks you have and what issues you have in your process and what issues your team is having, then just buying another set, another solution that you're going to implement uh, without a thoughtful plan, uh, then it's it's a recipe for disaster. So really, you need to understand the process. You don't you, and really, you need to understand the outcome that you're going after. If your outcome is well defined, 
then you could just ignore the process and put a new solution because the solution will bring it, give you a new process, but the outcome has to be well-defined and not just to say, this is, you know, we, we want cost savings of X, Y, Z, but why do you want the cost savings? Uh, what, it is, what is it that you want to accomplish beyond that? What are the actual true goals? Uh, and, and, and what the targets are, the timing, what metrics you have, what, what uh, KPIs you have, all of that you need to define well be before you start looking for solutions. And how important it is to course correct and look at how your digital transformation choices are faring for you, right? So uh, when people implement a particular solution, there are times that we hear from our customers at high radius that a proven or a chosen uh, strategy that might have worked for another peer of theirs did not work for them, right? So um, while companies are digitally transforming their finance functions, uh, would you say it is important to evaluate strategy at every step uh, while you probably choose a vendor or build solutions in-house? Yes, absolutely. And and not just uh, at every step, but every function. So while while a CFO may be focused on the, on, on the uh, finance area, you also got to make sure that whatever it is that you're trying to implement and improve, it's not going to result in issues elsewhere. Uh, so, so digital transformation is not a project that you take on for a specific function. It should be something that you take on for the full organization. And it should start with looking at the strategy of the organization in general, start looking at what the business model is going to be for the organization and then define what are the different changes that need to be made in all the functions. It should, it should not just be in the vacuum at saying the CFO is saying, okay, I need to transform my function while everybody else hasn't transformed theirs. Just as you know, a CMO shouldn't be saying the same thing in the marketing team or, or a COO or, or you know, it, it should be the whole organization working tandem to move towards a digitally enabled uh, future and a lot of what we talk we're, we're talking about has to do with data and has to do with how we use data and if we don't tackle data at the macro level and, and to understand where we're going we're not going to be able to, to define solutions that are going to help us at the micro level for a specific function so if you're if you you don't you don't transform your gl period you got to transform all the feeds that go into your gl you got to transform all the data that goes in it and that that's a tool to help you transform your organization throughout so it can't just be i'm going to, to to transform my function and i don't care about the rest it has to be in tandem with everybody else and it has to be something that's driven by by the the CEO on the board of the organization. It can't just be one person doing it, one executive doing it at a time, because uh, that, that, that's when you when you fail. Because you might have all these great functionality built in your in your solutions, but you still are relying with uh, in in other functions, and the other functions are still doing processes in in a in a more analog way. Then you're going to have a problem. Interesting that you mentioned uh, data there, right? So in our experience, uh, one of the main blockers for mid-market CFO offices to adopt digital transformation or, uh, you know, RPAs, uh, artificial intelligence, all the technology, right? 
is data insufficiency, right? So what they mm -hmm. generally come back saying is, hey, we'd like to get started, but we are a limited, little limited on data. So we'd not want to probably use machine learning or AI-based solution as of now, because I don't think that the, you know, the algorithm can be trained on the data that we already have available. So for such CFOs, would you say that is the right strategy or would you rather have them implement the solutions and let the solutions learn over time? It, it really depends again on what it is that they're trying to solve. In some organizations, it might be better to uh, clean up your data, make sure your data is available and so on before you start implementing. In other, in other, in, in other organizations, different uh, set of, of requirements, so you, might, you might go the other way. So it's hard to say that one approach is better than the other. But I would say that a CFO is asking you, I don't have data, then we have a big, much bigger problem because that's all that's all the job is about. It's all about what it is that you're doing with the data. It just happens that the data has currency attached to it, right? So if you are not able to get to your data, the problem is not do we need to transform digitally. The problem is you, you got to clean that up. Uh, you you gotta get a hold of that data. I see a lot of organizations, particularly the smaller organ smaller organizations, rely on their vendors to give them data, and a lot of times they are beholden to those vendors. That's not a situation that you want to be caught in. You want to be able to have the data that is your data, that you have access to it, uh, even if it resides within a vendor. Uh, you should be able uh, to address it. You should be able to get, get a hold of it. And a lot of what I see, particularly in, in organizations like uh, you know, the finance uh, the, uh, department, is that we are not understanding how we can use data better, how we can use data to, to manage an organization uh, and look forward. So when we start talking about AI and machine learning and so on, it's not just the, the, the application of, of the technology, but it's also thinking about a different way of using data uh, to make decisions. So, you know, generally you look at what happened the last quarter, what happened the last year, uh, and, and you make decisions based on what you think is going to happen. And, and generally, you know, in, in the past, in the legacy, uh, structures that is done more of by uh, the experience of the team saying okay we think that we're going there's going to be an increase uh, of this uh, profits here and we're going to have more more expenses here uh, we're going to have losses here and then you know we're going to forecast this the, the, this results but with machine learning and AI you actually have data that can bring much more sophisticated models of the things that we build today into Excel spreadsheets uh, that we that we call models. So we can do a lot of what if scenarios that we can look at uh, more uh, scenarios that can show us the the different possibilities out there. And therefore, we we need to have good data to be able to to have some predictive models that will will give us uh, better solutions and better uh, decisions. Uh, and that's not the way we have tackled it. We we tackled it uh, more of you know what happened in the last quarter. We think it's going to continue, and therefore we're going to make this decision. Well, gee, you know there might be some reasons why there's going to be a change. Uh, that the, the the machine learning can show you, and and then you can make a, a different decision. Of course, it all depends on your on your on on the environment. Though it all depends on the marketplace, etc. 
but the more data you have, uh, the better the data it is, and the better we can use it, the better you can make decisions. The other question that I have with you is in terms of the elongatedness or the spread in which a digital transformation roadmap should be implemented. Right? So uh, there is a possibility when, that when you select or you choose a path to digital transformation, you choose to build solutions in-house, right? Or you choose to go with solutions that are available off the shelf, right? So there are so many SaaS softwares that one can use and benefit from, right? So generally, when companies build solutions in-house at a particular point, it just gets too difficult to manage, right? Because you build teams, you have to make sure that all the systems talk to each other properly. And this particular thing eventually becomes uh, really entangled and it doesn't help CFO offices to function efficiently, right? So what would you recommend to be the right digital transformation roadmap that CFO offices should take? Should they opt for, uh, you know, building solutions in-house or would you recommend that they should go with commercial off-the-shelf software available in the market? It depends. Uh, it, it, it really depends. You really need to look at your organizations and, and see where your capabilities are, where are your core competencies, right? If, if you have a, uh, a good IT team that is, uh, has a good DevOps team uh, and, and can deliver something uh, quickly and at scale, uh, then yes, you know, bring the development in. Uh, if you don't, then, you know, really think more than twice on, on trying to develop on your own. Uh, the, I, I, I continually see organizations in all kinds of different business in, in, different, in different industries saying, you know, we are not a health insurance company, we are a tech company, or we are, uh, we are not a bank, we are a tech company. Well, everybody wants to be a tech company, but the reality is that only tech companies are tech companies, right? Your organization needs to focus on what you do well, uh, and, and and you know I'm in the banking space where I sit. Uh, a few years ago, uh, the CEO of BBVA in Spain uh, said, "We are no longer a bank; we are a technology company." And that, to me, it was an important thing for him to say to drive the importance of technology throughout the organization. The problem that I have with that approach is that then you forget what it is that you're doing there and what it is that somebody hires you to do, right? Uh, a customer doesn't hire a bank for their technology. A customer hires a bank for banking products and services. Uh, so to, to start thinking, well, my organization is a technology organization uh, when that is not the end goal of the organization is a mistake. So. You know, I, I, I talk to small organizations that have a small IT team that uh, majority of what they do is break fix. They, they make sure that everybody's computers on their desktops work and that the, the, the systems that they use are integrated uh, appropriately and they have a good vendor management program and they have a good security program, uh, but they don't have a development team. To say we are a technology organization, we're a technology uh, organization does not make any sense when your own technology team is fairly small and would not be able to build something. Uh, so that's when you need to look at vendors and then you look, need to look at vendors that have the same goals that you have, that share the same thinking about where the industry is going, that understand your industry well, and that can deliver you 
appropriate solutions for the problems you have. And certainly, if you're looking at the at the CFO uh, organization, uh, uh, there are plenty of vendors that are very focused in finance organizations and can give all, all sorts of great tools. But you need to understand that it's not really just buying stuff from someone. You really are partnering with them because not only are, are you getting the service and the technology that you that you want from them, but you should also have a way to drive their roadmap and drive where they're going. You should be, they should be the kind of organization that listens to you when you say, okay, we have this problem, we're using your tool, the tool's not working for us, how can we solve it and let's work together to solve it. Uh, those are the organizations you need to partner with. You can't be partnering with an organization that will, won't return your calls, uh, uh, that won't have good customer service, that will not uh, help you uh, uh, solve the problems that you have. So uh, for smaller organizations, unless you're in the technology business, you're more likely going to be buying technology. But you have to jump in with both feet, with your eyes wide open, understanding what it is that you're buying. And it can't just be, you know, uh, everybody in our industry uses this technology, so we also got to do it. Absolutely. That's really fair advice. Um, Alex, just one last question before we wrap up this session. Um, you know, I wanted to understand that if there were three things that, or three steps you'd want CFOs to follow to ensure that a digital transformation roadmap that is set up for their, for their CFO function doesn't break, then what would these three steps be? One making sure that there's alignment within the organization for a transformation that is not just for your function, but for the full organization. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, 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 can, uh, I can think of many, many examples where a, uh, an executive said, we're going to make a big change. And then uh, it, it never happened because they didn't have the support of the rest of the organization. So you have to have that. Uh, Secondly, you need to understand what your objective is. Are you doing digital transformation because all the kid, all the cool kids are doing it, right? Uh, that that's 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 not what you why you should be doing it. You should be doing it uh, because you have some big problems. Uh, the speed of change in the industry is 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 accelerating, and you need to keep up, and you are not able to keep keep up. Uh, you know, those sort of problems are the problems that should be driving your your uh, digital uh, transformation. And, and thirdly, as I said before, then once you understand what the outcomes are and, and you have alignment, then you need to find the best way to do it. And like I said, for small organizations, mid-market organizations, generally we're talking about finding vendors that share your philosophy, share your goals, and are going to be there to help you get there. I think that's the best advice that I can get for our community today, coming from you, Alex. So thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And for our listeners out there, stay tuned. We'll be back with more.